finally find a way, I gotta get it Tell me, do some throw your hands up Holla if you would it, I said Finally find a way And we are back And this here is episode 7 Right now, y'all, it's the fat guy Y'all already know who I am It's Kels But today is a little different uh, Ayo, Johnny on the spot Shout out to you, my brother. Uh, Johnny is going through surgery right now, but he will be back. He will have to be on bed rest for a while. But we have some great people in the building. We have Silent G. Yeah, what's, what's up? What's going on? How you feeling? I'm yo, good, good. Yo, yo, and we have a special guest in the building today. Miss Nikea, a.k.a. Key Hoops, a.k.a. Key Gold, a.k.a. could do it all, a.k.a. could probably build a house. Uh... It's a whole lot of shit she do, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all, like, real life, the quintessential definition of woman. Um, Miss Fancy is on her way. Uh, she's a little bit late. She says it's a delay. She says it's a little accident out there. But she, she'll be here shortly. It should have been on time. But anywho, this is the Fat God Hour, where we live out our truths. It's the newest and truest podcast ever. I'm saying ever. I'm not saying of the Midwest. I am marking it today that this will be the truest, newest podcast ever. That we will that we will step our feet into the mud and we will mark ourselves on today. Today I am coming to you, and our and our sponsor is Sashes for You. Sashes for You is customer is customs apparel. Oh my God! Like when when I tell y'all I met this woman and. It was some jackets that I was getting made and to find out everything that she does inside of her company. It's some amazing things. And the fact that she was doing it all handmade at one point in time. And I believe you still are doing most of it hand, handmade now. So can you please tell us what's going on with Sashes for You? Well, with Sashes for You, it is an array of things. I started out in 2011, you know, just making custom sashes and doing like everyone wins type contest, you know, like pageantry, because it was something my daughter's gotten to. And then I broke into um, making custom tutu purses in about 2012. And by 2015, I started doing jackets and clothing and costumes. I also made custom throws and um, pillows. So pretty much, you know, anything handmade I can do. So I just really got into like adult, wear and things like that as well. And I have done shoes before. So where can they reach you? Like, what is your social media uh, platform right now? So my uh, Facebook page is uh, exclusively yours, Sashes For You. And then I have a site on et Etsy. So the Etsy is www.etsy.com mm -hmm. slash shop slash Sashes For You. Man, and that is Sashes For You. Hey, look. Number four. Number four. Letter U. The, the number four, the letter U, because it's yeah. for you. Duh. <laughs> okay, so look. Right now, we're dealing inside of a world where we don't know what the next day is going to be. And in all of this, we had a tragedy happen with a, a, a global tragedy with the killing of George Floyd. And through this tragedy, there were riots. And our people stood up and they marched 
and they they tow shit up. I'm just I, I got to keep it a buck. I can't I can't be politically correct with this. They tow shit up. But after all that rain, after all that unity, there is still a heavy, heavy place in black on black crime. Look, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. On a real high note, the reason why a lot of white people feel that they can do what they do to us is because of what we do to us. And a lot of times we don't see it like that because we be so focused on the narrative of racism, but we are highly racist to each other. We judge each other. We treat each other different. And at the end of the day, if we will all just look at each other as being humans, I feel like we will be in a better spot, but it's like no one is honestly getting it. And it's like to, to have Father's Day weekend become just a massacre. A, a total massacre in the city of Chicago. But it's the thing, it's just not going mm -hmm. on. In Chicago, it's going on in Philly, it's going on in LA, it's going on in Atlanta, all over the place. We need to just... I can't even really say what, what can we do? Like, like seriously, like what can we do in this situation to where it's like, and then, and then what's really getting me about a lot of it is, is hold on, wait, y'all, Miss Fancy just walked inside of the building. Better late than never. <laughs> but like on a serious note, like, you know, it's becoming to a point where it's like now, Y'all killing kids. Y'all killing kids. Oh, okay, don't let me be rude. Miss Fancy, this is Key Hoops. Key Hoops, this is Miss Fancy. Back to what I was talking about. So, so like, this is my thing. Like, where is it that a woman, a mother, it used to be a point in time where a mother couldn't let her kids go outside to play, and now it's like, she can't even really, like, she can't even trust the fact that her kids are in the house because a bullet can come through the wall now because y'all niggas is just out here shooting recklessly and really not knowing what the fuck y'all doing. And I just want to ask you as a mother, like, like, how do you feel? Like, what position does that put you in? Well, it puts me in a really awkward position. You know, it made me kind of beef up the security around the house, make sure I have my cameras ready and, you know, just try to, you know, tell the kids to, you know, try to stay away from the windows sometimes and go in the basement. So it, yeah, it, it adds a lot of stress. And, and that's and the thing that I don't understand is because it's like, you know, I watch the mayor and I watch these governors come out, they talk about gun control. Look, play that shit with somebody else. Like these guns are coming from somewhere. You're not finna tell me that they not. Uh, when the trains stop in the middle of the hood, when the full, full of, uh, ammunition open and then open yeah you know you know tupac said something that was so pivotal he said that uh give them guns stand back and watch them kill each other mm -hmm. and so y'all wonder why like real talk y'all wonder why racism is at an all-time high because racism between black people are at an all-time high the same race black on black crime is so crazy right now it's, it's like 
I don't understand how I can look at somebody that look like you, that looks like me, looks like you, that looks like me, look at you and then decide that I that I hate you, that I have a, and it's not even like, like when was the point in time, like where did it stop at uh, put your dukes up and fight like a man? It's it's not even hate though, really. It's jealousy, animosity. That's a hate. lot a lot of that But you know what also is uh what also is a lot of that is jealousy. They want what you got but don't wanna work for what you got. So either I'ma take you out and take what you got or I'ma eliminate I'm gonna eliminate you as competition. And that person becomes and then I think also what else is doing forever. So if I hold up a KKK sign to my two-year-old son or daughter, they're going to grow up as kids. And then same as if I'm in the inner city and I've got to keep my kids away from the windows or active shooter drills, people are going to feel some kind of way So if I hold up a KKK sign to my two-year-old son or daughter, they're going to grow up as hate. And then same if I'm in the inner city and I've got to keep my kids away from the windows or active shooter drills, people are going to feel some kind of way. Yeah. Hey, but look, black people, I'm going to tell you all something, right? I don't I don't know if y'all if y'all know what the Willie Lynch letter is. I do. Willie Lynch. Sad to say it was an evil genius. Hands down, he was an evil genius. He said to take the fair-skinned blacks and put them in a house and treat them well and clothe them, and then take the dark-skinned blacks and put them inside of the field. And it would create hate. Right now, we're living in a world that when you look on social media, I always see these dumbass posts like, dark-skinned girls do this. Mm-hmm. Light-skinned guys make moves like this. Yeah. dark skin, And it's like, at the end of the day, like, we are motherfucking black. Yeah. And yeah. I was, that was what I was going to touch on, that Willie Lynch letter. And also, the hatred. Part of it is jealousy, but part of it is hatred because it's embedded. You know, it's ingrained in Indeed. us. And it's like yeah. we're in competition with each other. So until we're able to start working together, we'll always, you know, be separate. Unfortunately, and that's all over the world. I've seen things over in Brazil, like the dark-skinned women over there aren't as beautiful as the light-skinned women. But y'all all come from the same people, y'all, all Brazilian, all beautiful. But the light-skinned Brazilian women are considered to be more beautiful than the darker-skinned ones. That's fucking crazy. Even though it's not, necessary. it's not true. Yeah, yeah, I saw. Um, I don't, it was like a documentary about racism over overseas. And there was this, I mean, unbelievably beautiful, dark-skinned black woman. She had won like Miss Brazil or something like that. And they took her title from her because people did not respond well to the color of her skin. And they gave her title to a fairer-skinned woman just because the public did not react well to the competition, you know, because she was so dark. And then, see, that's crazy because I remember when I was a kid, like dark skinned girls would like look down upon, you know? And then it's like, when you get older and you see these motherfuckers now, you'd be like, this one badass bitch, excuse my French, but like, you know what I'm saying? In high school, it was like, you know, in high school, you know, in high school and then preschool and grammar school, it was like all the darky African booty scratch and right. all this shit. And, and, the, and the light-skinned girls, because I ain't gonna lie, a lot of you light-skinned bitches is ugly. 
<laughs> y'all, y'all grew yeah. up. I mean, I can't say that for myself, <laughs> but uh, you know what I'm saying. But hey, like, like real talk. Like you got, you got dark skinned men out here that's handsome as fuck, and you got light skinned guys out here right now that's that's. That, me. that looks like. But even touching on what you said with the competition, or you know, even like how people how the media perceives. So mm -hmm. even you can take that to a business standpoint. If the person, mm. you know, trying to build up their business, they don't have a lot of followers or mm. fans, it seems like people won't buy into it. And right. it could be something that's amazing, mm -hmm. but, you know, they tend to follow what the crowd is doing. And yeah. it's really sad. It's sad, it's Or, sad. you know, they may not uh, like it publicly, but you'll have people, you know, coming in your inbox mm -hmm. privately, like, well, right. that was nice, mm -hmm. can I, you know? Right. But and, that's, and that's what I don't get, because you see it, like, you see where on your post, a person would not like it and won't say anything, but then come to your inbox and be like, mm -hmm. so, so so basically you're trying to like make it to where you don't want to let nobody know that you like what I'm doing. Right. Yep. That's that's the difference between chiefs and Indians. My mom always told me that like everybody can't be a chief. It's got to be chiefs and it's got to yeah, be, Indian. be Indians. And then you make the choice if you're going to be a chief or you're going to be an and Indian. And then to me, that's why today a lot of this black on black crime is happening because everybody is trying to be a chief. Everybody is fighting for a power position. And then it's like, young fellas, this is what I don't understand about y'all. And I'm and I'm and I'm gonna break it down to y'all in law. Let me tell y'all something. First of all, fact by fat guy clothing, y'all already said. Look, y'all are literally out here killing each other over blocks that you do not fucking own. Exactly. I think that is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard in my life. And then, see, this is what's crazy is like, you know, I, I guess because the world that I grew up in was like, we had big homies. So it was like, it was a difference to where it was, hey man, take your ass to school. Hey, don't do that. You had to ask permission to do shit. Mm -hmm. These guys these days have no fucking structure, no, 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 no fucking uh, common sense, no, right. no conscience. It's crazy because back in the day, it used to be a code. And you yeah. know, you can't kill kids. You have to, you know, respect certain rules and boundaries. Exactly. But that is a tool of the government. That's why they took the gang leaders out, out of the gang. So now there's just a bunch of chaos running around. The people who used to tell you, no, nah, if you catch him with his kids, y'all leave him alone. Catch him when he by himself. You catch him with his girl. I remember being young and being around my brothers and them being like, them kids just saved your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not like that now. They no. shooting everybody. They yeah, shoot you, your baby, your baby mama. Mm -hmm. Take out your whole land. Grandma. Yes, and too, yes. As, as you as as you chiming in on the government, this was crazy. What they also did was too. I don't know if you ever seen in the Bible. You spare the rod, you spoil the child. Mm -hmm. They took out whooping. They took out ass whooping inside the home. So it's like if you whoop your child. It's 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 child abuse now. When I was a shorty, hey, if 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 this shit is child abuse, man, I was fucking abused. <laughs> this thing, this thing that me too. Uh, the government started mm -hmm. but like, look, in the nineteen seventies, a single parent home, the rate was like twenty three percent. Coming into these times, the rate is like eighty five percent in black homes where you see more mothers. And then it's like, on top of it, it's like, a lot of these fathers are around. Fathers got issues. Niggas, niggas real life, y'all niggas real life got issues when you feel like just because you not fucking with your baby mama, that you can't fuck with your kids. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. 
again, but that's that's again where you who who influenced you, how you was raised, who brought you up, and who brought you around. Yeah, see, but a lot of these cats have, have like like I I know a lot of these cats, and these niggas was 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 raised by real good mothers and real good fathers. It's just something that it's like, oh man, I don't. If I can't fuck my baby mama no more, I ain't finna, I ain't finna fuck with my child. So now your child grows up. This mother has to go to work day in and day out to make shit happen. So she's never at home. So, so now your kid becomes quote unquote a latchkey kid. Right. So it's like you don't like. I was downtown working, and I swear I seen a group of like maybe the age range was like 15, 16, and it was like three o'clock in the fucking morning, like. Why are y'all outside at three o'clock in the fucking morning? And then when some shit pop off, and now it's like the rate of the deaths are getting younger. 17, three, six. Y'all little niggas out here killing kids. Babies. Babies. Ain't even had an opportunity, a chance to even get as far as you were allowed to get. Hey, look, I love you. I love you. I love you. Anything that's black, we have to stop this shit. We have to to stop it. It cannot continue to go on. The day of the gangbanger is fucking dead. Gangbang on life. Right now, we are fighting one of the biggest gangsters in the fucking world called COVID-19. And y'all niggas still out here decide to pick up a fucking gun. Man, look, if you got a grievance with somebody, man, pick your fucking fist up. Y'all niggas will see a brother in his car with his baby and shoot inside the fucking car and then, then miss then, him and then, then shoot the baby. But then see, this the thing too. Y'all stupid niggas that go and do bullshit and then go and ride around with your baby. It's on you too. Yeah. It's on a, you a too. Lot of the, all of this is, a lot of this and most of it is systematic things that are done to destroy our race. If you pay attention to the things that are going on, like even with Section 8. If you got Section 8 as a single mother, you cannot have a man living mm. in that house with you or you will lose and, your Section 8. And this start, that started in the 50, 40s and 50s. Yeah, like they, when people started migrating mm. to like these inner cities yeah, and shit. Yep. And they was telling them like you couldn't have a father in the house, and they was checking your income and all yeah. this shit. Yeah, yeah. They come and they yeah. come and do inspections to make sure they not there, to make sure they don't have clothes there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, or to make sure, or to make sure you ain't got no flash screen on your wall. They want to know how much that motherfucker costs. Like it's it's a whole lot of crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And I and I look at you as being a mom, and it's like being in this world, like, like we as men, regardless if I'm with you or not. We should be there to protect you. Regardless if I'm there, regardless if I'm with you or not. Mm -hmm. This is becoming a problem because our black women are the root of, of, of our society. Yep. And I just want to like back up a little bit when we were talking about the systematic, you know, things that are put in place. Um, it's the way the media presents things as well. So if you look at the stats, you know, when you talk about welfare and Section 8, even when it goes to like crime with athletes, Caucasians lead those uh, statistics, oh, but right. the media twists it yeah. and makes it look like we do, and oh, we're no. doing all oh, the crime. No. So, it, yes, it's, you know, it's hey, systematic. It's you know what they do? They say that we gangsters. When they do it, they say they got mental issues. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's you know, and I, and I just feel like us as Black people, we, like, we have to start loving each other unconditionally. Yeah. It's okay 
to dick ride your friends. It's okay to love your okay. friends. It's okay to, to compliment your friends. If you got a motherfucking 80-inch screen in your motherfucking house, and I got a fucking 40-inch, I am happy with my 40-inch TV. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to try to come over your house as much as possible right. to watch your shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm not finna be on no bitch shit. Like, where the fuck motherfucker get that from? You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's so much silly shit that go on. Like, these niggas out here buying guns and... Real life talk. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take your ass so crazy. A nigga can go buy a gun, and his whole mentality is to shoot a motherfucker that look like him. When white people go buy guns, they take their children out to the range. They train their children to motherfucking kill us. So, in the sense of if you're in a room, and it was two alligators in the room and you didn't know how to get out this fucking room, then the alligators started fighting. You knew at that moment that was your pro that was your perfect opportunity to either get out the room or to kill a ass. So right now, Black America, let me tell you what is really going on with racism, and I don't give a fuck how any of y'all feel about it. They are watching us kill each other, so it's easy to be on the outside sniping our ass too. Cause guess what? We too busy doing the same shit. To, like, so y'all just kicked Juneteenth out the window, right? Mm -hmm. Still celebrate the 4th of July. Still Gave back the white man the money for <clears throat> two months popping fireworks. How much money did the white man make? Not even with fireworks. the fireworks. All these motherfuckers was I on. I don't know. All, all these motherfuckers was on like on social media talking about Juneteenth, we ain't doing this. Nothing for the fourth. We ain't doing nothing for the fourth. And all y'all asses out there barbecuing. Well, I like barbecue. I mean, I'm in house. I mean, yeah, look, look. I didn't look. do anything. Hey, look. Hey, hey, look. Barbecue hey, look, I get you. Bar barbecue is fucking amazing. But at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, what do we live by? How do we like like how are we gonna change anything when they know what's gonna happen? They they know what we're gonna do. They know that we're gonna talk all this shit. And then when it's time, we're gonna do the total fucking opposite. Yeah. Even going back to the, you know, the blackout days and not supporting, you know, certain businesses that day and kind of pouring back into ourselves. It's, it can't just be like a one day here, one day there exactly. type thing. It yeah. has to, to be, be continual. Yeah. yeah. Consistent. Yeah. It has to be more publicized too because yes. I found out late about the blackout date. Like when when I when I'm busy, I don't be on social media. You know what I'm saying? So if you see it as a black person, like text it to somebody, like, yo, right, right. this what this the mm -hmm. this the next move. You know what I'm saying? Right. We we have to come together as a people first. And then once we come together as a people, we're more powerful as one than we are as individuals. Now, if there's a thousand people yelling, you know what I'm saying? We need justice. Yeah, they paying attention. But when there's a million people yelling, we need justice. Now they really paying attention. Pay attention to how big the the justice movement is now that it's happening in other countries. It ain't, I, it ain't never been this big. They in other countries protesting. Yeah, see, but the thing is, it's like, at the end of the day, they're protesting, but then after all this protest is over with, we still go back to fucking killing each other. Like, like I don't, I don't understand it. That's just like, that's just like me 
That's just like me going to the gym, working out for fucking six hours, and then coming home and, and eating a burger and some fucking fries. Like, like, it's like, what are you doing? The shit is pointless. We can protest all day long, but if we continue to war with each other, the war will never be won. That that calls for healing within our community. Some we need a we yeah we need to to come together and and heal us as a community, in order for us to because they've spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years separating us, making us making us feel inadequate amongst each other. So now it's time for us to heal what we got going on between each other and, and come together. Hey, we hey. always gonna be separate. If everybody is, if these people over here is doing hey. this and these people over here are doing that, it's never gonna hey. be effective. Hey. I'm, I'm gonna be 100 with you. I feel you and I, and I deeply respect your opinion, but fuck that. That shit was in the motherfucking look. In the 70s, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud, fucking meant something. It meant something. Huey Newton, yes. Malcolm X, that shit meant something. These days and these times, we are warring with each other for fucking nothing. We are dividing each other. It's not society. Society just sees fit to go on with the status quo of what it is. They, these stupid motherfuckers is doing it to themselves, so why the fuck can't I do it? And that's no, where the healing comes No, from. Nobody is going to care about you if you do not care about your motherfucking self. And that's where the healing comes in, with ourselves. We got to start healing ourselves. I can't, I can't, I can't continuously can't. blame the shit on society. I can't continuously keep blaming it on a white man. I can't because at the end of the day, it's us. We are one of the strongest races in the fucking world. Let's be honest. Let's keep it a buck. We hold a lot of weight in this in this in this big ass thing called Earth. We are the creators and pretty much everything that we use on Earth. Like real shit, the air conditioner, beds, us, beds, cell phones, cell phones, everything. You know? Look at look at look at look at look at basketball. Look at look at tennis. Sports Venus, that we didn't even <laughs> used to be allowed to Venus, play, but now Venus, we're dominating. Venus and Serena, like. Serena is arguably not the best woman's tennis player in the world. She's the best tennis player in the world. So it's like, I can't, I can't look at it like that, like, and saying that it's society. See, that, that used to be our biggest problem that we used to put it down on the white man so hard, like, oh, the white man keeping us down. And then I had to sit back and I, and I had to think. And I had to correct myself because I used to use that term a lot. And on the fat guy hour, I, I, I pledge my allegiance to accountability. Yeah. And I'm accountable for what I say. And sometimes I have to retract and understand that when I watch my people out here, we do fuck shit to each other. Mm -hmm. The tree, look, the tree is smaller than the root. I don't give a fuck how big it is. The root spreads out so fucking big. The shit starts in the home. Yeah. I think a lot of times people fall into cycles. And then, you know, when I'm talking to my students, you know, being a school teacher, I always ask them, like, how many people does it take to break a cycle? So that's the biggest thing, breaking the cycle. And then the healing one. can begin. Yes, it only takes one. My it starts with one. And then that one can influence um, another one. Like Tupac said, 
he might not be the one to change the world, but he can spark the brain. brain to influence the one to change the world. Hey, y'all, I ain't even gonna lie. It's making me happy because Silent G is actually talking. (laughs) (laughs) Again, these things have to be taught. Just like racism is taught, Black pride has to be taught. Yes. that's That's not born in you. I came from parents who went through that, who marched with uh, Dr. King, who was a part of the Black Panthers. So I have a different outlook, Mm -hmm. but somebody who didn't come from people like that, they don't have the same outlook. They don't have the same pride. You know, when I was younger, I hated being called dark skin. That that bothered me unbelievably when people called me dark skin. Because I didn't want to be dark skin because at the time I didn't believe that dark skin women were beautiful. But divine intervention changed very, my mind. And she, and she is a very beautiful queen, yes. y'all. Yes. Let me tell you something. I am, I, am, I, am, I am so gracious to sit on this panel right now with two beautiful black queens in this world, mothers of our earth. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I believe God is a black woman. I'm not gonna start. But yo, speaking of, of black on black crime and, and, and black love, I want to come to y'all with stories from my ex. (laughs) (laughs) Now, usually I would say a person's name, but today I ain't known that. So I'm dealing with this chick and when I first met her, she was a Jamaican, you know, and- um, She was Jamaican? She's a Jamaican. Well, I'm saying was because it's in the past tense of me not fucking with her no more. Oh, okay. I'm like, she's not Jamaican no more? No, right now she's a- (laughs) Don't you say it. I ain't gonna say it. Bitch. (laughs) So, so, so she, uh, you know, so, when I met her, she was a single mom. And what was crazy was, was that her baby father stayed across the street <laughs> from her, but never, never got her son. Like literally like stayed across the street. Wow. That's ridiculous. And it brought me to a lot because it was kind of like, you know, I I digged her son and I, and I was there for her. And I was there, you know, try, trying to be like, you know, the... Uh, father figure i'm not trying to be his father i was just you know you know trying to you know give him some guidance i'd give him some guidance but she would never allow for it to happen it was always like this is my son excuse me and can't nobody tell him shit and, and you know it is me and that's what was crazy was was one day me and her on the phone and she was in a bed and we was FaceTiming and she was like butt naked. And her son was in the bed with her. Oh, that's not cool. And I was like, yo, why the fuck is you in the bed with your son? This is how we sleep. What? Mm-mm. You know, and then it was like one day we were in the car and he was just back talking and back talking and back talking and back talking. And I'm like, yo, like, he real life in this motherfucker talking like a female. Like, so this is my point is that fathers, 
We have to step up and be in our son's lives, man. It's on us. Don't get me wrong. A woman is strong enough to raise a man, but she shouldn't have to. And there are she, certain things that she still won't well, be able to give right. him. She can't exactly. teach him to be yeah. a man because exactly. she don't know what it is to be a man. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's like... Yeah. Like, the daughters need too, though. Like, and daughters. Daughters. Mm -hmm. They grow up out here and they, and they go out here in this world and, and they search for a nigga that's going to do them wrong. And what they really... They so, they so in love with attention and, and not respect... It's some of the weirdest shit in the world. But you know what? All of that is taught behavior. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't have any children. But I know for a far for sure. When it come down to mine, I'm not walking away. I don't give a fuck if I'm not fucking with the mama or not. If I'm not fucking with you, that's me and your issue. But these are my seeds. And that's why I tell people that the root is bigger than a fucking tree. If I plant these seeds, it is on me to equip them with the skills to help them grow. A lot of y'all niggas is fucking up out here. A lot of a lot of y'all niggas real life is growing real life soft niggas in this world. And, and speaking of soft niggas, August Alcina. Yo, that was not cool, y'all. <laughs> It is, it is not cool. What they what they had going on was not new. People do it all the time. But you know why you don't hear about it all the time? You a soft-ass nigga, dog. Because you ain't supposed to talk, talk about, about it. it. You a soft-ass nigga, dog. <laughs> you know, that, that, that part of life, they call it a secret society. The reason it's a secret society? Hey, no, hey, no, hey, no, but I'm going to tell you the truth, right? Little homie was hurt. It ain't had nothing. To, it ain't had nothing to do with no secret society and none of that shit. That nigga said, out his mouth, I could die right now and be happy because I know I witness true love. Jada sucked that boy booty hole. <laughs> I just want to know that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 uh, hey, Jada sucked that, that grown woman's pussy on. Ja Jada sucked that nigga. Oh, hold on, something's going on. Yeah. On my cord. Okay, bam, I got it. Jada sucked that boy booty hole. It ain't. Hey, hey. Turned him out, huh? Right. Hey, she turned that nigga the fuck out. We we don't know what she did behind exactly. that door. Exactly. I mean, it is J a little Jada's different a very when you're dealing with a more woman. mature, right. classy what? woman. It's different classy. women bring classy. out different, different things. things. Classy. Right. Classy. You know? Because if let me tell you, when a person can mentally stimulate you. Yes. And then it turns into a sexual encounter. It'll be the best thing you ever had in I your know. life. I know. So she mentally I, stimulated I, him and then sucked his booty hole. No, I like ain't moving away from the, the basics. Like, because this you know? is this like, gonna be out there in the world, uh, Miss Pickett. I, got, I, I, I don't that, agree. I don't got, think you sucked that man's booty Jada, hole. I don't <laughs> Jada got that. Jada got that Erica Badu pussy. She keep it going on and on. Again, hey, but look. Erica Badu is a very mental person. I know, and after and after that, she sucked them niggas' booty hole. Look at Andre three thousand. That nigga was talking about me and you. <laughs> then came out, hey now, <laughs> hey now. People are allowed like, to change when they hey, are enlightened. No. Hey, and and to be enlightened hey, is you don't to get no your booty hole no. sucked. She she freed that nigga's soul. Look, let me tell you something. 
Who, 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 let me, who let me mess with your booty hole? Nobody messing with my booty hole. That's why I'm me. What are you talking about? I'm not finna get on national Wait, television. Strong man. Like, right. like for real. I'm like, <laughs> like I'm me. Like, look. At the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you why it was some real freak body shit going on. It don't have to be. What you mean? It's Will and Jada. People let, had already been talking. Let me tell you how like, how little sexuality had sexual situations have to do when it comes to real true love mm -hmm. that's like the cherry on top of the sundae but the bananas the ice cream and the whipped cream let me ask you that's a all mental let me ask you a question what if you're in love with a nigga he has some bogus dick sex will become a bigger part right no no would you let me tell you, you i have oh. i've done it i've been in love with somebody when i tell you baby did you stay with him it was an idea it oh. wasn't until it, we was together mm, maybe like two years. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, that's love. You dealt with bad dick for two years. Are you, whoever you are, young fella. <laughs> I, can't I can't with you. Whoever you are, and young fella. And I ain't never licked his booty hole. Whoever you are, young, hey, hey, look, if it's bad dick, you wouldn't have. <laughs> hey, look, whoever you are, young fella, hey, Miss Fancy loved the fuck out you. I just want to let you know that. My nigga. But he was so intelligent. He stimulated me mentally on levels I had never even thought about myself. When somebody else can bring you around and enlighten you, okay. that that takes things. Uh, that other stuff becomes you, me minor, but how minute. You, how did you please yourself though? In, in, in that situation, did you go get some dick from somewhere else? I plead with <laughs> Exactly <laughs> my fucking point. The fuck out of here. This is my thing, right? It doesn't change the fact that I genuinely <laughs> loved him and we was together for two years. Listen. <laughs> All of that became my new, it was what, what broke us up, the reason that we ain't together and married to this day, him and his bad sex, is because he started to smell himself. Because when people saw that we were happy and genuinely in love, then the girls wanted to flock because I want what you got. But look, but at the end of the day, guess what you did? What? You dodged bad dick. You straight. Shut, <laughs> Shut up. What you trying to say? Nobody should have to live. You can bag good dick. They I mean, sell it at the store. It's things that you can do to help a person. You exactly. Can, you know, help them with those sexual encounters and different look, positions. If you and love like that, that person, you're you going will. to make those things happen. If you gotta, if you gotta teach a nigga, if you gotta teach a nigga about some pussy in the bedroom. That's not fair, because everybody is different. Loyal, like, know, completely you know, loyal. Yeah. And I've done that hey, before. Hey, hey, my nigga, whoever Listen, you... Listen, you got to have good potential. Hey, I mean, nigga, some stuff. Hey, my nigga, whoever you is, my nigga, Key Hoops loves you. It's <laughs> <laughs> in a pass. Hey, hey, she, <laughs> she loved it, him. And she loved, loved it. Loved it, him. And she loved it, you, nigga, because she, because she stuck through some bad dick. But look, this is my thing. Everybody is different, though. But this, but this is my thing. This nigga, Will Smith, has to be the true definition of I am in tune with my fucking self. To be able to sit across from a table and listen to your wife say that she had an entanglement with this boy. It's, it's, it's people out here in the world. I know a couple currently now that are very happily married and his wife has a boyfriend. He ain't got no issues, no problem with it. These people are 
happily married. They got businesses together. They doing their thing. And she has a boyfriend. That's bad dick vibes. It's not. Nothing. It's not. not. It's bad dick vibes. It's not. It's bad dick vibes. Not, Everything nope. ain't got to do not. with sex. Sometimes yeah, look, you need look. different stimulation. When you've been together with one person so long and you feel like you're in a drought, it may take for you yeah. to go out and experience yeah. something different to refresh what you have. Get, Everything get ain't worth fuck, throwing get, away. Get the fuck on. What you mean? Everything ain't worth. I you take marriage very seriously. You give me something that I suck away. That, Real that's life, that's very look, minute. Look, look, look I, that's fucking catastrophic. That's that's to you. That's why why is sex such a big deal with things? If think of, think about think about how big sex was, was that you pleaded the fifth. What do you mean? On telling on on whether or not I, I did step out on him once or twice. So matter of fact, so, I'm gonna be very pacific. It was twice that I did so. So so sex. But so sex. It had nothing to do with so, that. So so sex had a part in it to where you had to step out to go fuck another nigga because you knew that the dick that was at the crib wasn't wasn't right. I mean, it's okay. That's that's two <laughs> times out of two years, and that was a very a that's very small. That's what no, it was one. Thank you. Oh, oh, so it was one body. One body. It was one body. So, so you just so so in that process of, of one body, then you knew that it was the sex was not right that you had to step out with this one body twice. But a lot of times it's not necessarily about sex, especially with a woman. It could be about something that she feels like she's missing. You know what I mean? Or Good day. No, uh, no, not just beyond that. sexual. Be so, so it's in that, in that particular, sex. yeah, in that particular situation, it was only sexual. That man had nothing to offer me, but a, a good, yeah. He gave you some pan. But what was the reason why <laughs> you, you with that pan did it? Did. But what he was did. the reason why you did it? What was lacking in your relationship? What was lacking in my relationship was his willingness to change his routine in the bedroom to satisfy me. His his process was to satisfy him, and once he was satisfied, he was done. My point exactly. So so I stepped out to to get my satisfaction mm -hmm. twice in that two year relationship. Mm -hmm. But what I had at home was so much more worth than the pipe that he had. So I dealt with the bad sex. You know what I'm saying in the situation because he had so much more to offer me than. Twenty-four months. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. But at the end of the day, like, like you know, this is my thing. I, I watch how people came on on Facebook and, and social media, and they was down in will. Like, look, man. At the end of the day, like that's a strong dude. Like he, like he is real life in tune with himself because, like, I'm not gonna lie. I wouldn't have been able to sit across from the table with my wife and hear her tell me. That she let some young nigga pipe her down. I wouldn't give a fuck if we was broke up, if we was if we was broke up at the time, none of that shit. I don't, my my soul as a man is not built for that because I'm explaining something to you. Inside a relationship, see, when a man goes out here and cheat, the first thing a woman thinks about is mental and emotional. That's the first thing she thinks about. She thinks about what you share with this other woman, the pillow talking, the places that you took her, that you didn't take her, the conversations, the I think secrets, that on a woman. the secrets. Yeah. The secrets. As a man, all Will was really sitting there thinking about was like, you put your finger in my bitch booty, huh? <laughs> and some Shut women up. think that way too, but 
you know, it just, I think it also depends on how a person views separation. Like, yeah. a lot of times, like, my personal view of it may be, you know, take some time to get yourself together. Right. But it seems right. like with their views, he was saying she needed to do whatever she needs to do to be happy. Yeah, but if so, you see his face, he was like, he was looking like he was in the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. Like he like he was hurt hurt. And then and then he said on there, he said, I'm gonna pay you back. He did say that. I, I did see that. But also know that if you if you follow Will and Jada's relationship, this isn't the first time something like this has happened yeah. between them. And I believe that they only addressed this publicly because he chose to come out publicly and let it know what happened. They've said several times yeah. that they have fought yeah, for their marriage and they're not breaking up. It yeah, doesn't so matter. Look, I if, feel you on that. I feel you a hundred grand, but look, say for instance, me and you together, right? We out here swinging and we, Want some ice? I do, but I don't want it from his hand. Oh, he was getting me some. He wasn't getting me that. I know that. Oh. But I just was asking because he yeah. stuck his hand in the bag. We only been sitting. He put hand sanitizer on before the show started. Oh, okay, I'm just asking. I get some more ice, please. Get your dirty hands. Uh. But his hands are not dirty. The gangster but... COVID is out here, and I don't want them. So, so this is the thing, right? And all of a sudden, a female that I'm fucking with decides to come on social media and let the world know. That y'all had a thing. And we had a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now it's in a public eye. Now that shit is public. It's not, it's not like like a motherfucker don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody knew that Will and Jada was out here doing their shit. Right. But it's like for this little nigga to pop out and be like, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm you no, know, I used to, I was fucking her and I'm in love. And wasn't it four and a half years ago? Four and a half years ago. Okay. So yeah. So it's like, what is your purpose? Like, what is you like, like why would Who's you promoting even, the album? What is you? But what is you trying to prove? That's not the point. The fact is, is that as a man, I'm looking for you to beat your motherfucking ass now. Yeah. I'm looking to fuck you up, and I'm salty at you because you can't keep control of this little goofy nigga that you have been fucking with. So speaking from can't... personal experience, even I'm sorry, as oh, a woman, ahead. you know, being in a situation, a marriage, and finding out that you know someone had a relationship, I was ready to beat that ass too. So it's not just a man thing. You know, women right, can right. have these emotions too. Like it was stated, it's just based on how the woman is, you know? Right. So, and what she values. Right. So. Okay. I, it's separately, I want to put some water in here. It, it does. It depends on the person in a relationship. Will and Jada has a very open relationship. They always talk about their issues. Like, I've even learned some things from watching them do their interviews that I that I took, you know, to deal with in my own life. When, you, when you're having a conversation with somebody or you're dealing with somebody in anger, nothing ever comes of it. And it usually makes the situation worse. But when I watch that interview that they did with them and, and they tell them, like, look, I can't talk to you right now because I'm coming from a place of anger. So when I calm down, I'll be back to talk to you about this issue. But right now is not the time. Fact, the thing is this. I watch a lot of women make fun of that shit. I watch them make fun of that shit. And at the end of the day, a woman can't sit across the table and hear her man say that shit. Say what? Kid. Key example, I'm not I'm not gonna say names because I know these two people personally. 
extra personal. They sat down and they decided to have a moment of truth with each other. They sat down, the woman told the man, I am not in love with you anymore. I can't find love, I don't know what it is, it's not working. The man in return turned around and said, I've been fucking the girl's teacher at the school. And the thing was, was that as a man, his ego got in check. Because as a real man, you got to learn how to check your ego. Yeah. So if she would have... So, I wasn't go that ahead, teacher for the record. Go ahead. That wasn't me. Oh, go ahead. Go I ahead. was asking about go the ahead. Gatorade oh. on the floor. Yeah, you got one? Yeah. Okay. So like... But I wasn't trying to interrupt you. You good? We, we on the show shit. What's on? That's what we do. <laughs> That's what I was whispering. Right? So, like, in a sense of this, right? As a man to check your ego, if she would have told him anything but that, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have said that shit. But at that moment when she said, "I ain't in love with you," that instantly broke his fucking soul. He instantly was like, "Oh, now I can tell her this shit." It takes a strong man to sit at a table and listen to your, because for number one, it's public. Then, then she went and lied first and said that she didn't fuck with this little nigga. Because that's the first thing they taught to do is to yeah, that. Yeah. Deny, deny, deny. That's the thing is like this. Then you come back four days later and want to sit across from your husband. But then again. And, and air your she, truth. She never, when they did the interview on the table, she said, they they both said, we never said nothing. Bro, we it never, was, mm-hmm. bro, it they was also doc- said it was that he that also she, said, she said that he was through. He was done. She was done. He said he didn't want nothing else to do with this woman. And I understand that and I get all of that. But at the do end you? of the day, yes, I do. But at the end of the day, I can say I'm through with you. But now it's like, it's, it's out publicly. Like, it... It's a difference when this shit is like, this nigga is is, is a meme for probably the next two years. It don't Man. matter though. It's that's that's within your own your Man, own that self. Does, that that does matter. Stop. So you gotta stop caring about what other people that's think. If like, you live your life concerned look, about what somebody gonna say look, about you, you are gonna live a miserable look, life. That sounds good. That sounds good. But on everything I love, say since you got a daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And you mess with a guy, and you and this guy videotape yourself having sex. Never happened. Never happened, but just say for instance, it happens. Mm-hmm. And then this guy goes and posts this shit. Mm-hmm. And now everybody thinks you're a whore. Then look what happens. You look up, and, and a shorty at school show your daughter. It don't matter what nobody think. I get you. I understand that because if that was the case, I wouldn't be who the fuck I am. But for some shit to be public, to be out in the world, like I don't have to sit here across from the table and hear my wife say this shit and then wake up in the morning and I see all these memes of me and shit, then fucking 50 Cent trolling and 
Yeah. And and Michael Blackson trolling it, and 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 now and now it's a week later, and motherfuckers is still trolling. But guess about what? This, about this anti- at and, the end of the day, that's still Will Smith. I mean, I get it, but at the end of the day, he's still human. Yeah, yeah fuck, he's still and human, fuck, and at fuck, the end of the day, he's still fuck, Will Smith. Fuck who he is, fuck who he mm-hmm. is, he's still human. Like, this and a lot have, of people are putting the emphasis on it because yeah, they were still legally married. Yeah. So, people, you know, it's like, oh, they don't respect people, marriage people and, you know, things understand. like that. But, but like just, you said, with just the openness be, of Yeah, the with marriage, the openness of their relationship and their marriage. But we don't know what Will did. They only addressed the issue that came out okay, publicly. That's, okay, that's what's up. But at the end of the day, guess what? Whatever Will did is private. We didn't even know that they was broke up like that. No, because what, that ain't your business. Exactly. So now it's everybody's business. So so how do you think this man's supposed it, to feel? It's it's technically it's not everybody's business, but everybody is in their business. Hey, look, so hey, now look, that hey, everybody look. is in their business, they setting if, the record straight. Come, this is what it is and this is what it was. Before y'all, because pay attention to what happened, before y'all go judging my wife, who he's still married to, who he still loved very much, we're gonna sit down and have this interview because he could have said no. Judge. I'm not I'm not finna let it I'm not let it put finna put it out there. I'm not finna let y'all see. But he sat across from her, let her tell her story, let him tell his side of it, and let it be known that she did not cheat on me, that I was done with her, our marriage was in a bad place, and she went out and sought happiness because he was not hey, providing it. Hey. Understand that marriage is a 50-50 thing. Hey, and at the end of the day, we had to do this shit publicly. That's what happens when that's, you live your life in the public eye. No, Everything they what, do is done no, publicly. No, no, that's because we didn't know that they were separated publicly. That's what happened. That's what happened when a motherfucker come out and decide because he's hurt and ain't got nothing else better to do and he's not fucking relevant anymore. We didn't know his son was gay until he announced that Tyler, the creator, was his boyfriend. Mm-hmm. We didn't know his daughter was polyamorous until mm-hmm. she let mm-hmm. it be known mm-hmm. that she wanted a boyfriend and a girlfriend. I mean, but at the end of the day... They live their life in the public look, eye. Look, that's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, we we are so confused about, about, okay, that's Will Smith. No, at the end of the day, Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, no, that's still Will Smith, the human being. Just because, just because I got forty million dollars in my pocket, don't mean that I supposed to not feel regular, like real shit. It, like, like it, 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 money, it money, things. money don't sway. No, it don't. Cause you want to know why? Motherfucking billionaires jump out of windows every fucking day. It ain't about money. It's about who you are as a person. It's people who live this way all the time. I personally know people who are married together and they live a certain lifestyle. And in that lifestyle, they both. Or one, depending upon what their situation is, deal with other people. And, and when it becomes out, a public situation, it's a problem. they address it. And, and then you, that's it. That's all. You can't live your you life gotta, like that. If you got to address it, guess what? If you got to address it, it's a fucking problem. To you. To, to, all right. Okay, to me. But at the end of the day, if, if some shit came out about you publicly, that shit would be a fucking problem. Can't, can't, I would address it and move the fuck can't, on. Can't, can't nobody Because I can't yeah, live look, my look, life look. based on okay, that. Okay, so look, you go address it and move the fuck on, and the next day you in the store, and the motherfucker say, ain't you? And they say, It's so funny you brought that example up. So many years ago when I taught at a school, I had a student whose mother, you know, had a sex tape, and actually it wasn't a young lady because you said, how would the young lady, the daughter feel? It was a son. 
And I mean, to this day, I'm sure he's constantly defending that video. So I get the perspective, the point of view that you're trying to make, you know, when it comes to like being human and internalizing things and, and feeling pain. So yes, you could see the pain in I, Will. You know, know, you could see it. You see it in his face. Because yeah, you could see it. Wasn't, it. it wasn't because a nigga fucked his bitch. It was because this shit public, like, and I gotta sit here with you in front of the world and talk about this shit, like, and he said it, I don't never want to do this again. Yeah. Like, never, because, because at the end of the day, I'm Will Smith, yes, but I am human. I think that meant when he said, I don't never want to do this again, is he don't never want to have to do this in the public exactly. again. That's what I meant, yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day... But that when, don't mean they gonna when, stop sleeping with Cosby, other people. When Bill Cosby was out here dropping pills and bitches' drinks, we was like, no, not Dr. Hustable. He ain't Dr. Hustable, he Bill Cosby. He a dirty old man. He's still a human being at the end of the day. I feel like that situation was exaggerated. I mean, yeah, but... Hey, I can't believe at the height of his career hey, that he yo, was raping people. I mean... Hey, look. I'm pretty sure it was a couple of them. He probably, I feel like in that era, everybody was doing drugs. You know facts, what I'm saying? Facts. And then y'all did drugs and had sex, and then you found yourself an opportunity. Hey, I did drugs with him and had sex with him. He drugged me. He raped me. You know what I'm saying? I, I just don't see it at the height of your career when you the, you the man. Back then, it wasn't a lot of black people that was the man, but he was the man. And you out here raping people? Mm -hmm. Hey, so this how I feel. But it wasn't until he was trying to buy a big network yeah. that right. he wanted to yeah. bring it all back up anyway. Right. So it was in the past, and even right. if it did or didn't happen, it was swept under the rug if it happened. And so now day, it's a big deal, you know? Day, right. This, some of that stuff was something. 30 years old. Yeah. At the end of the day, let me tell you, before we get up out of here, do not never put yourself inside of situations that you feel the need that you're going to be hurt by to the point that you have to publicly disfigure somebody else's character. Don't be pussy and feel that you have to talk about some shit that you knew was on some real life secret shit. Like, yeah, that was be, foul. Be a, be a fucking adult about shit. Be an adult about shit. Be a man about shit. And move the fuck on. If you hurt, nigga, cry in private. With that being said, man, this is Kells, that is Key Hoops. That is Miss Fancy. That is Silent G. This has been a Fat God Hour. And we out. Peace. Oh.